Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. St. Louis theater is highly regarded and respected, as we have found out in conversations on this program with theater people from around the country. Now it's time for some homegrown kudos with nominations for St. Louis Theater Circle Awards. We are going to hear as much about the nominees and nominations as time allows. The list includes a wide variety of people, performances, and productions from 2017. So let's get to it. Joining me in studio are Judith Newmark, the theater critic for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and Lemons Pollock is a contributing writer with St. Louis Magazine. Great to have you both with us. Good to be here. Thank a, you. A lot of people from the theater community are listening. Uh, Judy, let me begin with you. What is the process for these nominations? Well, because we are all people who cover theater in various papers and online and on the radio, we have on TV, we have all kinds of, but we see a lot of theater. Collectively, I go to the theater, I'd say an average of twice a week, probably more some weeks and once in a while a week off. So that gives us uh, a wide range of things to, to the, we have a lot of experience in what's going on. So you do this all year, and at the end of the year, we come together and we make our nominations of what we think was really outstanding. And when there are ties, well, we have a tiebreaker meeting so that we can have five mo- nominations in each category. And I do think that people might not realize how difficult it is to choose. We see a lot of wonderful stuff. And all of the things we see are professional theaters, and all of the things we see are produced, directed, everything here in St. Louis. We don't do tour shows. We just do St. You know, our art is like bread. It's best when it's fresh and local. And, and it, it proves that the uh, theater in St. Louis is alive and well. Theater in St. Louis is very alive and well. I saw more than 75 performances last year. There are people in our group who see more than twice that, although that does include non-professional theater. People are shocked by how much theater there is in St. Louis, unless they're really aware of it. And some may even be shocked at how how professional and accomplished uh, it is. They would be, I think. And they might also be surprised to realize how accessible it is. I wish that more people would go to the theater the way you go to the movies. Hey, let's go see a play tonight. You can. There's almost, you can almost always walk up and buy a ticket at the last minute. There, It's not all Hamilton, though we are, of course, looking forward to Hamilton. But there's a lot of theaters that you can just decide. Now, it might not be in a fancy place. It might not be in a place you've been to before. So try. Try. What's the worst thing that can happen? Nobody says, oh, I'm never going to the movies again. Yeah, give it another try another time. The Globe Theater probably wasn't a very fancy place, and they did okay. They did indeed. <laughs> back, back in the day. Well, there are a lot of people who are out there where I think you have 30 different categories, if I'm... Yeah, I yeah. don't think we can possibly get through we all can, that. But let me point out very specifically that uh, the, our post with all of the uh, nominees will be put on at the end of this uh, end of this discussion. As will the one at STL Today. That's the Post-Dispatch website, and I imagine that most of our members are putting it up on various sites, so Good. Well, let, one o'clock, you'll see it all. Well, Servers let, may crash. Well, that would be an interesting thing to have that. Let, let's start. Who would like to start, and where would you like to start? We're going to start with uh, the top nominees in the three categories. We have comedy, drama, 
and musicals. And we're going to tell you now, Anne and I, the nominees for Outstanding Actress and Actor in each of those categories. I will go first. <laughs> Outstanding Actress in a Comedy. The nominees are Sophia Brown, The Way We Get By, St. Louis Actors Studio, Thomasina Clark, Dot, The Black Rep, Debbie Lennon, Souvenir, Max and Louie Productions, Justine Salata, Miss Bennett, Christmas at Pemberley, The Rep, The Repertory Theater of St. Louis, and Rachel Tibbetts, Little Thing, Big Thing, The Midnight Company. For the, outs- the nominations for Outstanding Actor in a Comedy, Paul Cherugino, Souvenir from Max and Louis Productions, Miles G. Jackson, Miss Bennett, Christmas at Pemberley from The Rep, Jason Myers, Stones in His Pocket, West End Players Guild, Jared Sands and Garrow, Stones in His Pocket, West End Players Guild, and John Wolber's First Impressions from Slightly Askew Theater Ensemble. Before you go on, Judy, one one of the things I'd like to point out, and it surprised me a little bit, was the fact that the Rep had more nominations than the Muni. I would have suspected otherwise. The Muni does seven shows, I think, a summer. The Rep does uh, nine productions all Mm -hmm. year round. A few more productions. Yes, certainly the Muni is the biggest theater in town or in the country, but nobody does as many shows as the Rep does. Okay. Well, moving on. Okay. Uh, Moving on to Outstanding Actress in a Drama. The nominees are Nicole Angeli, A Doll's House, Stray Dog Theater, Carrie Ely, August, Osage County, St. Louis Actors Studio, Alexis J. Roston, Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill, Max and Louie Productions, Jacqueline Thompson, Intimate Apparel, The New Jewish Theater, and Donna Weinstein, Unsuspecting Susan, The Inevitable Theater Company. For Outstanding Actor in a Drama, the nominees are Christopher Harris, A Human Being Died That Night, Upstream Theater, Nick LaMedica, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, The Rep, Andrew Michael Neiman, Uncle Vanya, Rebels and Misfits Productions, Carl Overly Jr. of Mice and Men from Slightly Askew, and Jim Polos, Hamlet at the Rep. Once again, let me interrupt a quick sure. question for Anne. Are most of the actors and actresses that are, are nominated St. Louisans or are a lot of out-of-town people here? Many of them are St. Louisans. It's not exclusively. The rep does bring in outside people, for example. As and does the, the Muni I, and stages. But, yeah. Yes. Well, good. Glad we have a good, solid representation there. Go ahead, Judy. Okay. We are moving into our last category, musicals. And the nominees, there's the, oh, here we go. Outstanding You're going to have to cut down the number of categories here. (laughs) How many do we have? Do you know, Anne? Categories? Uh More than 30. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get them all today. No, no. But you can read them in a little bit. As soon as as we're done here, they'll be posted. Outstanding Actress in a Musical, Leah Berry, South Pacific, Stages St. Louis. K. Love, Ragtime, Stray Dog Theater. Beth Malone, 
The Unsinkable Molly Brown, The Muni. Kirsten Scott, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Stage of St. Louis. And Anna Skittis Vargas, Lizzie, New Line Theater. Nominations for Outstanding Actor in a Musical, John Hay, Sweeney Todd, Stray Dog Theater. Jay Armstrong Johnson, Newsies at the Muni. Omega Jones, Ragtime, Stray Dog Theater. Matt Pentecost, The Sweet Smell of Success at New Line. And Jeffrey Schechter, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum at the Muni. Okay, you said that's going to be the end of it. We, we have a little more time, but well, let me bring up something else that I noticed that caught me a little bit by surprise and it just shows how little I know, and that is Ron Himes is up for a long time associated, obviously, and founder of the, uh, of the Rep. He has got uh, two nominations. I normally think of him as a producer-director, but he's got an acting nomination. Yes, he does. He, is, uh, he was the star of the last show at the, at the Black Rep, Fences, which has closed now. But he's acted on and off for years. And his other nomination is as a director. Not a surprise there. Any surprises, Anne, that uh, that uh, you can note? Um, I was. There are several things in there that I was really pleased. It it it. None of this surprised me. I've seen practically all of these. There are the occasional ones that are nominated that I didn't get to. And by the way, if you don't see a given number of plays in a category, you don't get to vote on that category with us. If you've only seen two of the nominated dramas, you're not voting on which of those five is the best. And how many people attend these sessions, Judy? uh... Sessions? Well, I think we have... Twelve members, is that right? That sounds about, about right. About right, about a dozen of us. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, there, for example, there are people who cover opera, which is one of our categories. I know. Most of us don't, but those, so only those who really do cover the opera get to vote on the opera. A very nice thing is that this year we have a few first-time nominees. Uh, they are... These are theaters that, whether they've been around before or, and in some cases they have not, they're new, uh, they never got a nomination before. Sure. Um, Rebels and Misfits, for example, which does some wonderful off-the-wall things. If if you think theater has come in and sit down and watch people on a stage, you need to go to a Rebels and Mis- Misfits production. It, there's there's just some, some really exciting ideas there. Uh, there's another group called Theater Macabre that has things going, uh, and the Inevitable Theater Company, which uh, in its pretty much, I think, its first work in St. Louis, has landed a nomination for Best Actress with Donna Weinstein. And their first play in St. Louis was a one-woman play. She was the, Donna was the entire cast of that play, which is, uh, I think, speaks well for Donna and for Inevitable. There was a special award this year. Is this a a yearly event uh, or just this year? It's not. We we have done it before. We do not do it every year. We do it when we feel something is really worth uh, recognizing and that doesn't fit a category. And this year we gave we're giving that award, and I can tell you the winner of this one, it's, it's not a competitive award, it's uh, by acclamation, uh, to the Variety Theater and Jan Albus of Variety and Lara Teeter, who has directed the Variety shows every year since the beginning. We did not know it, but this is their 10th anniversary, so that's a nice coincidence. Variety does shows with adult professional actors, 
and young actors who are of various abilities. Some of the children have particular needs. And I think, obviously, it's a great thing for the kids, both uh, able-bodied and not, who are who are in the shows, but I think it's just as important for the audience because it gives us a different way of looking at the world and making us a little more accepting, a little more generous. Yeah. The uh, I noticed that, that Ragtime has the most uh, nominations. Um, what are some of the others, Anne? Uh, do you have, know them off the top of your head? The other no- uh, multiple nominations? Oh, with multiple nominations. Well, as a matter of fact, I just happen to have. Uh, Stray <laughs> Dog, um, has, um, uh, which is where Ragtime comes from, uh, has a total of 17. Um, there are there are a lot of nominations for Miss Bennett, the uh, production that just closed over the holidays at the Rep, for example. Uh, August Osage County has done very well. Um, we one of the charming things about this is how well the small companies stand up to to the big dogs, to the reps and to the munis and things like that. Uh, the talent pool here is really quite amazing. When I first started seeing more New York theater, it was difficult to ascertain why these people got on Broadway and why our people who were in many cases just as good weren't. And so much of that is luck rather than talent. And perhaps indeed the financial backing to stay into in New York until you get a gig. I was happy to see that Souvenir did so well with seven nominations as I see it here. We had the folks from uh, that particular play on uh, a couple of weeks ago, including Paul Cherodino, who was uh, nominated. Um, I think it's a lot of fun simply because the subject of the play, Florence well, and Jenkins. And Debbie Lennon, who is nominated. And again, this was a two-person play, and they were both nominated. Debbie uh, received the award. Uh, from us a couple of years ago, she did. As she did for, for her performance in a musical. There are there are people who have won before Carrie Ely, uh, who is again a nominee, a double nominee, uh, because Ron Himes is, as you say, not usually an actor. He's been nominated before, so I think I think you're going to find that we have. Uh, a wide range representing all theaters all over town. Intimate Apparel at New Jewish has uh, eight nominations. And uh, First Impressions, which was the other play that was in, that was based on Jane Austen yes. at, at uh, Slightly Askew, they did very well. Maybe, I don't know how much time we have. Shall we go on to nominate to the nominations of plays? I think that uh, we, we probably don't have time for too okay. much of that. We have a caller here I can't take because of that time consideration. Ah. But Jay wants to know if the Fox Theater is included in it. No, because it's not local. All those shows come from someplace else. Those are not Made in St. Louis shows. Those are tours. Okay. If, if you can very quickly, because we've got a minute and a half left, give us another category to end the suspense for someone out there. Oh, how about outstanding production of a drama? Uh, August, Osage County, St. Louis Actors Studio. The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, The Rep. Hamlet, The Rep. And the other two, okay, fine, sure, uh, Intimate Apparel at the New Jewish and the Royale at the Rep Studio, that there are intimate productions downstairs which are often very exciting. 
Let me remind the audience once again that uh, all of these categories will uh, be given to you in complete detail on our website, stlpublicradio.org, and your website, which is? stltoday.com. All righty. So all, it's all going to be there, 30-plus categories, a lot of people, a lot of productions. Uh, let me point out as well that the, uh, the award ceremony itself, March 26th at the Loretto Hilton Center in Webster Groves. That's right. And anybody can come. You know, you don't have to be part of the theater. We're all part of the theater when we go to the, when we're in the audience. They cannot do it without us. And in 15 seconds, uh, how important are these awards to the recipients? They seem very happy with them, and I agree. <laughs> People need to come. It's the best party in town. Judy Newmark and Ann Lemons, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, had to cover a lot of territory in a very, very short period of time. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Again, all this is on our website and on the organization's website. Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Alex Hoyer and Laura Hamden with production assistance from Aaron Dorr and Spencer Reed. The executive producer is Mary Edwards. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Don Marsh. <laughs>